spin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? We're going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Bedebonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And Kenton, you're um, a fan of British media, I would say, right? You watch a lot of British TV shows, British, uh, you listen to a lot of British music. So I'm, I'm willing to bet you've heard of Mrs. Brown's Boys. Have you heard of this TV show? Uh, that's certainly, I, 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 the title doesn't ring a bell, but the the man dressed as uh, Miss, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, in the thing certainly looks familiar. Well, this is, uh, the reason I bring it up is because this is this is the latest thing that's blowing up on my TikTok right now. So I do this thing where I've, and I've talked about it before, where I just grab a random DVD out of a bargain bin at, at Walmart and I buy it. I take it home and I've done a lot of these now. Um, and so basically every time I go to Walmart, I do this. I actually have done a, I've gone to Walmart and done a couple in a row just to have build some content up um so i'm buying like maybe three or four dvds at a time but they're five bucks each so it's not a big deal and so this one i picked up and i've been holding on to the video for like a month i didn't even think to post it i wasn't even like whatever i'll get to it i, I had no idea what this is i thought you would have heard of this but if you haven't um then it's not as as uh, popular as these people are making it out to be because the comments on this video have exploded uh in a like there's half of them well a third of them are saying how could you not have heard of this show because apparently it's a much beloved show in Britain what, and Ireland. This is this is current. This is a new show, a new ish show. Well, uh, maybe in the last decade. Um, but it's it's a, the show is called Mrs. Brown's Boys, and apparently, this is, and this is what I'm gleaming from the comments of this TikTok I posted. It's a British produced show about Irish people, and so that has been a point of contention uh, between some people from Ireland and some people from England. And this, you can imagine the, the the debate going on in in the comments of of the video. So it's pretty funny, I think, that I had no idea. It just goes to show you like how beloved these pieces of media can be, and and can be completely obscure and unknown to people on the other side of the planet so this is like mrs brown's boys christmas treats and so what this dvd is is two episodes two christmas episodes and we know that those are very very popular in that part of the world like like british people they love the, and the irish people i'm assuming also love christmas i'm not gonna not gonna group them all together i know irish people i know ireland's a different country um or northern ireland which one is different I know. <laughs> which one's <laughs> which one shit i should know that digging himself <sighs> All right. Anyway, so this is uh, I'm going to watch this. I think that it's just hilarious the reaction I'm getting to this. Does and it stream if, somewhere when, like, I, when you don't buy I have it no idea. I've never heard of it before. I've not even opened the uh, opened the plastic on it. So um, I guess you could probably search BritBox. I guess that's where it would be if it would be anywhere. Right. So um, or maybe PBS. I don't know. I've never heard of it. It says as seen on the BBC. It's it a BBC say? show. Is it BBC? Does it, it is BBC. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, actually, there's a BBC on demand. Uh, it's called BBC First, I think. Okay. But I don't have that. I, I've tried to watch that before, but uh, Shaw will only show me the channel exists. It will not allow me to actually watch the channel because that might bring me pleasure. <laughs> I accidentally click on that and see something I like. It's good to know they decided not to go with the plus like everybody else. <laughs> everybody yeah. else is just going plus. Paramount plus, plus Disney yeah. plus, Apple TV plus. Like just, I'm, I'm Dan Vatabonker so plus. You're going to report back to us uh, about mm. what happens. On well, follow along on TikTok Mrs. if you want to see me watch balls. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some <laughs> Mrs. Brown's balls. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Brown's boys and I'll oh, do some sorry, kind of boys. reaction video. People are asking for a reaction video already. Like again, and the comments are blowing up. Okay, I'll just show you. Like this is, and this is good for me. Like I don't get a lot of attention on social media, so this is kind of unusual. Your TikTok, your TikTok is uh, 
is uh does well and, and all you're doing is rummaging around a bin for god's sakes and you're getting seven thousand so likes what's going on um i have um this video oh it's up to now one hundred fifteen thousand. okay and it was that's pretty good I posted yesterday so it's already up to one hundred fifteen thousand likes or, or yeah likes but almost almost a thousand comments on it almost a thousand comments which is insane i never get even the videos i've had videos get more views i've had videos get up like there's another one here that has two hundred and thirty-two thousand. that's the one i think is the hatchet when i grabbed hatchet two or hatchet three um but uh this one the comment but the comments on that one are only like 166 comments so that's not huge this is huge like the comments are just nuts and it's just because of all this debate going on these and i'm not even involved in it i'm just liking comments and replying to people i want to reply to but it's like this debate raging on as to a whether or not it's funny and b whether or not it's offensive to irish people so i can't wait to watch this <laughs> oh and oh and the, well since this is uh, star wars nerds um, here's a, here's a little Star Wars news tied right into what you're telling us. Apparently, tech uh, Disney Plus announced uh, they did announce because I saw it that uh, there's now some characters or there will be. I checked today and I didn't couldn't see it, but maybe you need to unlock it. Um, there's some Disney uh, or some Star Wars characters that you can now use in text to speech. So if yes. you yes, so there's C3PO apparently. Oh I, know, I saw that one. Now I was like Jar Jar Binks, come on! But apparently, but apparently not. Well, I don't know who the other ones are. I don't either. And I'll play around with it on TikTok and I'll come back. I don't want to do it right now while we're, we're recording. But um, the one that I've seen, it's not Star Wars, but it's Marvel. It's the Rocket Raccoon one has become really popular. and People are using it a lot. But the thing is, like, you can make them say whatever you want. Oh, yes. but it won't work for certain words. So you can't, I don't think you can make them swear, like, say, the F-bomb or something like that. There's specific words they can block out. Yeah. Um, and I think that one of my children pointed out that some of those words are like, lgbtq words like gay you can't he won't say the word gay oh. um because i'm assuming people will use it in a negative context right so so that's probably why but i'll check out the star wars uh voices it's pretty funny and it sounds great it sounds just like rocket raccoon like it, it's gonna they've got a c3po one that's gonna be awesome so what next we got to bleep the flintstones for we'll have a gay old time well you know <laughs> i don't know so and what about uh what about on the town the three gay, the gayest sailors you've ever did see, referring to their uh, uh, not not their orientation, but their, <laughs> but their joy de vivre. The gay caballeros wasn't that a thing? The gay caballeros is that? Yes, a, that was a thing. Yeah, there you go. Oh, the three yeah. caballeros. Never mind. And, anyway. and not to mention, gay was a woman's name, <laughs> so that you could you could and probably still is. Yes. So you could actually ban somebody's proper name on tiktok yeah it's just stupid right. but the, pro the problem <laughs> you can't the problem with tiktok is everything that happens on tiktok you have to consider what's a 13 year old boy gonna do with this because that is the audience and i i, I swear to you the mass and, and this is again this has become my most followed platform i'm now followed more on tiktok than anywhere else even on twitter which wow. is like half half my twitter followers are are defunct accounts from former students but um <laughs> But this is like more than almost 4,000 now followers at this point. So that's quite a bit for me. Yeah. Um, and they're not, none of them are people I know. Like almost zero are people I know from, from real life. And a good chunk of them are 13 year old boys. <laughs> I'm just going to say. You know what's interesting? We both had the one video that did very well on TikTok, but mine did not turn into, I, I turned into uh, more followers than I would have imagined. But n n nothing like you, the digging, the rummaging in a bin 
appears to be scratching some itch that, <laughs> that yep. people need scratch. So maybe I, maybe that's what I should be doing. I should be going through the neighbor garbage cans, <laughs> garbage cans, and be like, I'm gonna eat whatever I pull out of this. Garbage. There you go. Yes, yes. That's I guarantee that will go viral on TikTok. Absolutely, will. Absolutely. I'm surprised somebody hasn't done that already. I'm gonna eat whatever I find. I'm gonna eat whatever <laughs> soap I find in this box. I think that's how the Tide Pod Challenge probably that's happened. Right. Probably. Some guy opened up a detergent box and said, "I'm gonna eat what's in this box," and it was Tide Pods. <laughs> and he got a, I got a million views. And everyone else jumped on board. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly it. I think we're learning how the algorithm works finally. Um, And I get my students to do TikTok in second semester. Yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. uh, Maybe um, you know, maybe uh, that they will enjoy what you what you do on there too. Though Should I doubt it, since we're teachers and the lot. And when you said most of my Twitter followers are defunct accounts from defunct people, just kidding. From former from former students, I'm like, yeah, like I don't understand the. I finished school and now I'm abandoning all things that I used to do when I was there. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, Twitter's not for everybody. Um, for everyone. What do you mean? It is for everybody, Dan. Attack of the Clones, um, episode two, and I have a lot. I took a lot of notes for this one, and because this has been uh, traditionally, it's been my least favorite Star Wars film. Like, I've, I've you had to rank them. This is always at the bottom of my list. Was that for you as well, or? You- no, I, I I consider it the second most right. hated Star Wars film after Phantom Menace. Right, and I and I do. I do enjoy more of Attack of the Clones than Phantom Menace, I have to say. One thing I do I don't want to do is I don't want to nitpick all the things that I hate about it because we, ah. we've already done that. Yeah. And uh, and I just kind of, I tried going into this with a more positive attitude. Like, because the reason for that is because I think I've seen a worse Star Wars movie than this. I think there is, in my opinion, this was the worst Star Wars movie ever made. But yeah. I think since the last time I've watched this, there has been a worse Star Wars film made. Rise that of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. So we're going to see, like, am I, I was going into seeing, am I going to hate this as much as I usually do? And I didn't. I didn't hate it. Um, and I, I have a lot to say about it, actually. Oh. Um, well, but, how do you want to do this? You want to... Let's you start with you. You, I start a point. Yeah, you start. You make your first point, and I'll we'll just kind of go back and forth and see how this goes. All right. Something that occurred to me. Oh, well, okay. So this is sort of a couple things baked into the same comment. But I think a big problem in this film is the title, because the clones don't attack till till the end. And uh, a lot of people made jokes at the time about this being the Kenobi mysteries. And I actually think if this film embraced Ben Kenobi as the main character and said as much in the title, I I think it would have been more accepted as a film. I think it's because people are like, when are the goddamn clones gonna attack something? And you have to wait so long for it to happen. And that just makes you sort of sit through the Kenobi stuff and go like, come on. So I think that's, uh, I think the film has a dishonest title. And that accounts for a lot of the dislike. 
but but the, the thing is the Kenobi detective the Kenobi mystery stuff is actually pretty good um uh for the most part um yeah and I agree and what I've what I've realized after watching the, and I watched this in two sittings just like the, the Phantom Menace I watch until I I can't watch anymore I guess is what I'm trying to say <laughs> not that it was awful but the problem is that um um that you know these are both very long like this is a long it's like two and a half hours i think it's too long i think it's one of the biggest problems and so what i did is i watched the first 40 minutes which is takes us right up until dexter dexter jetster in the diner scene and then i stopped it and then i went to bed and then i came back the next day and i watched it from that point on starting at the scene in which uh, obi-wan goes to visit yoda in the class of young jedi and they start to figure out where the planet is that that uh, Django came from that's when this movie should start that is that is th- th- and this is what I'm going to do this is I swear to you and I'm trying to look up the crawl I think you might have to rewrite the crawl to make more sense depending on how the I, I can't remember how the crawl is worded yeah. but one of the notes I have here is rewrite the crawl and just cut out that first 40 minutes of bullshit so you don't have a sleaze bagano you don't have the stupid worms and the stupid assassination attempts that make no sense like there's a whole bunch of crap that in that first on first yeah. 40 minutes it just is not relevant to anything and i think that I, i'm i'll look it up later but i think that you could probably even keep the crawl almost exactly the same because i think it might say something about amadala is going and then it, it picks up right from that point but i'm not sure about the exact wording of it but i think you could just with a slight modification to the crawl you just pick it up there and then that's the rest of the movie and it flows much better i watched the whole rest of the movie in one sitting it was great it was like an hour still a bit long like the love scenes and the and the the romance between padme and Anakin obviously is awful and that should be cut as well, but it's a much more um, consumable movie at that length, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a great point. I agree uh, completely with that. The setup takes forever. Yeah. And yeah, it's a bit it's, it's awkward. Not- That's the most awkward stuff in it. And I think it's reshot because that Obi-Wan's beard looks weird. Like, like it just looks, it doesn't hang together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like they needed to redo some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. Um, what else? You want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, so I have a I have a funny insight. Uh, now that we've seen Rise of Skywalker, they fly now, right? <laughs> Remember, we had that whole discussion, but they fly now, and everybody kind of made fun of that. I thought in this film you could go back and, and do a George Lucas cut where they go, they're from Australia now. <laughs> <laughs> Because this was it, right? This is the first time we. Uh, well, the clones. The first, yeah. yeah. Well, this is this is the you know the debut of Tamir Morrison as as yeah. Django and and, uh, and then the idea that they're cloning him to create the clones and uh, and yeah and I liked I liked I did pay more attention to these scenes after watching that documentary and after talking about the I'm call you dad you call me son like all that whole yeah. thing and that's exactly what they did and it was great and I actually enjoy yeah. those scenes I love the scenes with Django and Boba uh, much yeah. much more than I used to so that was a lot of fun I really like those yeah good. Um, um, I oh speaking of Django, I said um, it, it's interesting to see during the fight scene with Obi Wan and Django outside as as you know he's trying to leave um, in the rain that uh, Django has got tons of gadgets and and his armor is loaded up with gadgets and different things and if you think about it in in terms of like the Mandalorian and how we see him level up in that first season where he gets this one thing then he gets another thing then he gets a jetpack imagine how many how much money he does that every time he gets a bunch of money from getting bringing in a bounty imagine how much money Django must have made to like upgrade that armor like that like his armor is primo armor yeah. right so that was very very cool no I agree I love I love that stuff too that stuff holds up 
It does. It's very, very yeah. good. It's, it's to me the best parts of this movie are again the the um, J- Django and the mystery stuff, Django, and then it, later on on um, there are a few issues that I have with uh, with the later scenes, but for the most part, the third act is the strongest part of this movie. Like that, that's kind of what I what I right. what I figure. Once we get past the um, that like I said, the first forty minutes, and then the, the uh, Anakin Padme romance, everything else is pretty good. So yeah. for that reason, it's still like it is not as bad a movie as I thought it was. No, no, and I've always liked the ending of the film. I've always liked the ending of the film. Um, some things that are interesting. Now, I was talking about, I was talking about how he goes, um, they ordered someone, who did they say ordered the clones again? Sifo Diaz. And who's that? <laughs> who the fuck knows? <laughs> It's, it's a made-up name. So, so my question is, like, do they need a credit card number to take this order? Like, who's yeah. who's going ahead with this order without some kind of down payment? Like, it really seems that nobody understood who was placed. Obviously, it was Darth Sidious uh, um, acting, or somebody on behalf of Darth Sidious, right? But we're not not really clear who places the order for the for the clones and who's yeah, paying like, for the clones. That's uh, something that should have been resolved in that in the trilogy. In this, I would suggest within the same film, it should have yeah. been resolved because it drives me nuts that we never that we don't get a closure on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like you and I ordering a photocopier for Red River College for RRC Polytech without any <laughs> approval. And then the photocopier shows up and we're like, hey, you pay for this. Right. So like what happened? Didn't Yoda go like, what? Did he looked at the bill and go, I didn't order this. Forget it. We're not paying. Well, I, and that's always kind of jarring to me when they show up at the end and Yoda's the one kind of commanding them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, what the, that always, even I remember at the time when we first saw it, it felt like that. And even now I'm like, it still seems weird that Yoda's at the, at the head of this giant army of clones and they're just dropping in and taking over. No, I, <laughs> excuse me. you know, I agree. It's an odd, I mean, you can, that, that at least you can figure out how that happened. It's an emergency. So well, once, once they knew about the clones, they're like, okay, let's like, and they got. I mean, yeah. it took Jar Jar to to vote away all the bureaucratic bullshit and give oh. powers to uh, Palpatine. But oh um, God, <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. Since you mentioned it, go ahead. You, okay, so first of all, Jar Jar doesn't say as much in this film. So good. Yeah. But he's so. Remember the first film, Misa clumsy. I'm clumsy. Like he's clumsy. Like George W. Bush was clumsy, sending everybody to war. <laughs> like what pardon me like so Jar Jar Binks actually pay is is, proves himself to be a massive idiot Um, or I understand where it comes from the the theory comes that he is in fact a Sith Lord though nobody (laughs) well because he's the one that that gave the power he's the one that that, that put forth the motion right but it's because he's an idiot and it's because an idiot it's um you know it's it's palpatine's like ham-fisted oh i wish someone would would bring forth emotion and blah blah blah. like it's so obvious and anybody else besides jar jar would see through it um but he's such an idiot my question is how did he get elected to the senate like is it just because he's a war hero was that enough to get him elected you know like I think if you look to American politics, you can figure it all out. <laughs> right. that, and that's How interesting. It all went down. That, yeah. And I think that is serving as the inspiration yeah. for all this. And I think George yes. Lucas really was trying to say something about politics. He was. With all this. But yeah. I think the film could really benefit from some simplification. And maybe that wasn't, it wasn't as apparent. Like now, politics these days, American politics is very like, 
one side against the other. Like, there's two sides. This is very, very clear. Whereas the politics in this movie are kind of murky, and you're not sure who's on which side. And and it's all kind of, you know, it's more interesting that way, but it's also very complicated and hard to follow. So I think that if you simplify the politics, simplify the debate around it, then then that would work a lot better, you know. Yeah. And it could still make the same point about, you know democracy is good totalitarianism is bad and all that stuff but just simplify the situation because this again the trade federation the vote all the people coming together although you just you do see a bit of a like it solidifies a bit better when you have also dooku and um the other the good dudes from geonosis geonosis and all the other creepy people sitting around the table who are all part of this alliance or whatever going against them (coughs) trade federation um that is uh i think you know it's still a bit of an issue yeah, I I agree. It's still an issue. Um, I think Revenge of the Sith pays off that bit yes. a little bit when when we get the fight in there, and that's pretty kind of cool. But uh, the stuff that generally happens in there, it it you're right, it doesn't add up to much. I mean, I like the this is how democracy dies to thunderous applause like that classic it's a good line there's a handful there's a handful of good lines but for the most part the dialogue and the the it's so bad and especially between anakin and padme like i don't understand how that could even pass as acting you know like it's such well it's michael landon and little house on the prairie that's what it is oh. it's so cheesy <laughs> it's so cheesy and corny that and and the romping around in the hay and there's truly a, a literal roll in the hay you know oh, what i man. realized about that scene as i was watching it this time around those animals oh. that animal that he's balancing on oh. that is a giant meat animal it's a it's a cow like yeah. it's huge and you know when they slaughter that thing it's it's all prime beef like it, it's like this thing that's been genetically modified to be beef and yeah. i'm like oh somebody made that thing to be eaten that's what that is <laughs> i don't know why i was World thinking about thing. that but I, i'm sure like they just told the design or say this has got to be an alien cow make an alien cow and so they're like okay let's make it all meat and then they made this big ass thing that sticks up so that anakin can balance on it and, but, so. and that balancing act is some of the worst that's the worst cgi in the thing and it d- didn't hold up then it doesn't hold up now it's uh it doesn't even hold up in this situation he's no. a jedi he's one of the strongest yeah. jedi ever how can he not balance on that thing like we saw him 10 years yeah. ago win a pod race you know what i mean at incredible speeds how how is he, how's that a problem maybe to, maybe to keep things even he, he shuts off the force powers when he's around a lesser <laughs> well he's trying to impress he's trying to impress her with how normal he is maybe is that, is what <laughs> and, just like mark zuckerberg does in his video <laughs> look how normal i am Ugh. <laughs> yeah um and it's it's interesting because the major problem obviously uh, other than the bad acting with the anakin and the padme stuff is that it's really not necessary um because we know they get together like they're trying to build this will they won't they I bullshit yeah. and we know they get together we know they have kids so we don't need that whole will they won't because we know it doesn't mean anything to us so and i think there is a version and i should have looked this up before we started recording but i forgot uh i think they did cut when they released it in imax there was a version that cut out some of that stuff so there is a shorter official version of this movie that admits that this is crappy content and that it should be cut from the film and you really could cut all of it out up until the point where he goes after his mom he finds out about his mom yeah and goes back to Tatooine. that we need that but everything up to that point done don't even need it right like it's just <laughs> stupid it's ridiculous and the scenes are are uncomfortable and anakin is genuinely creepy in some of this stuff like some of the way he like he's brushing her back with his fingers yeah. like who does that that's so creepy you know 
I can't, I, don't, I can't even say that I remember. When, where does he do that? I can't remember. I don't know. It's like the first time they kiss, and it's like the one where they say, oh, we can't do it again, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're sitting there looking at over the balcony, and he just kind of brushes her finger, oh, his fingers right, on her back. Right. And then they kiss, but it's like, as far as we know, the audience, they've had no other, any type of romantic interaction but before at all. You know, oh. you think they would start by holding hands or something normal. <laughs> um, but no, they're going to, he's going to creepily brush the back. And she's, by the way, wearing the very, very sexy, for someone who doesn't want to be in, in a relationship, relationship or being a, a dating this guy she's wearing like low-cut shirts and shoulders and all kinds of like very like nice looking clothing around him so i'm not saying that she she obviously can wear i'm not saying she's asking for it i'm not saying that <laughs> not going down that oh, road you're just digging yourself and no 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 no, no. Listen you alienated to me. The, the good people of ireland and now what are you doing <laughs> trying to say is that i think she does want to be with him and she's trying to attract him by dressing like that that's intentional yeah. but um so the, anyway it's not needed and it, if you cut it out it still works everything else still yeah. works after that right so that's why um that's another way you can prove it uh because i do like it after that when they do i do like it when they go to tattooing and when they go even though it's kind of stupid the way that all plays out and they never thought to go look for her are you kidding me she gets yeah. taken by the sand people oh, i'm not gonna bother and the sand people just keep yeah. her tied up for no reason like all that just doesn't ring true to me well yeah yeah there's there's issues there um i thought of one way we could improve the anakin hate sand speech okay are you ready okay it occurred to me that maybe anakin is the intergalactic version of andy rooney who used to be on 60 minutes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and they gave him five minutes to just complain about stuff oh that's like, you awesome know, you know what i hate i hate sand what's the deal with sand and just so he he went into the wrong business he shouldn't have been a jedi knight he should have been a broadcaster on tatooine just complaining like the terry dillum of, uh, <laughs> of That's a really local reference. Nobody outside Winnipeg is going to get that one. WDAZ's own. <laughs> Nobody except Dave Shore is going to get that one. Um, so yeah, well, it's it's you're right. But actually, my notes on that that speech is I kind of like it. Kind of, it's kind of funny. It's kind of a it point which I I laugh now when that happens, and it's not meant yeah. to be funny. It's meant to be serious, but it is like a point of like, oh yeah, this has become a meme. This has become a yeah. thing on the internet. People laugh at it. Like it's just a point. Like if we were watching this in the theater, try try to imagine like a Rocky Horror style screening of this, where the oh, audience is oh getting into God. it. We would all be like saying this. I hate. We would all be saying it verbatim, and We'd it would be, be hilarious. Sand. We'd be throwing sand and exactly not, and that and that goes right along with him like tossing and turning in bed everybody laughed at that scene in every like even on the opening night people died died with laughter at the scene because it looks like he's whacking off and and because you can't get because you can't see his bloody hands in the goddamn scene and so now everybody makes that joke so if it were on the late night circuit and everybody showed up like rocky horror picture show that would be absolutely people would be shouting stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could be so, great. So yeah, I, I mean, this is what I'm, I, I'm trying to come into this with, with new eyes and, and try to love this stuff uh, after hating it for so long. What else do you have on your list? Droid Factory, thumbs down. Oh, uh, I've R2 actually come D around. Here's the thing oh, about yeah. the Droid Factory. R2D2 flying yeah, in that's... the Droid flat Factory. There's a, there, there's a, and the and the transition from C3PO to to CGI C3PO, which where where he becomes suddenly super flexo man, and he and he's not like that when there's a character inside the costume but go ahead what do you think of the well I, what, what i what i realized about that scene as i was watching it is this is the first 
time we've seen like the 3PO R2 dynamic at work. Like this is right. the first time they're together for the first time in this film because they're not really together. They're like, you know, in the same room together in the other movie, but they're actually, this is they've become a duo in this movie. And this is the first chance we get to see them kind of goofing around and doing their little comic relief. They, they did go too far. It was too goofy. It was too, they just got, I think they just fell in love with the idea, oh, we can make R2 fly. Let's make him fly. You know, like that, I get it. I get the appeal of that, but you're right. It, it's too much. But but if they were able to dial, like, dial it down a bit and, and have just a yes. little bit happening. The other thing I thought was interesting is that this factory is running constantly. Like, imagine how many droids they must go through to have this thing, like, just churning out these droids. It's like the one that 3PO gets mixed up in, right, is on mm -hmm. off the off the production line and into battle within minutes, right? So they're just yeah, turning yeah, yeah. these... In minutes. Right, yeah. that, that's the that's the way this works. So they're just trying to overwhelm with numbers. The, the, uh, the um, I guess the Empire, what becomes the Empire eventually um but oh no sorry the trade federation is trying to override with numbers and i guess it just doesn't work for them right because the droids are just idiots ultimately they're idiots we didn't really talk about that in the last uh episode but the droids right. like they're just there's no redeeming qualities no you're right they're dumb yeah they're easily defeated yep and that's and that's even more apparent when they you know any any scene like the scene where there you have all the Jedi fighting all the droids and I know you like this scene I know that I it's it's you know it's a good chance to say thank you to all the people involved we've got all the you know people who work at Lucasfilm there doing all their stuff oh don't get me started that part pisses me off <laughs> okay well why, okay well why everybody all of the Jedi Knights and the faceless ones are, are all like doughy programmers who they yeah. who they. My issue, the battle. my issue is the movements when they're like, and they're like, they're like pretending you can tell like they're giving direction and they're probably all shot separately because, you know, they're like green screening everything to like pretend to be blocking shots and we'll put them in later. And it just looks awful. The whole thing looks stupid. Um, I'm, I, don't I don't think, think that it all uh, looks stupid. I, okay. It just pisses me off when I recognize. Like, see, to me, that, that battle, battle doesn't get it. That battle doesn't get interesting until the clones show up. That's when it really like gets to be. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it when I'll they're agree. fighting the Jedi. I don't like it when they're fighting the. I just think it's stupid. And then the whole point with Django and and uh, Mace Windu, I think that you know certainly does lend credence to your theory that they could bring back Mace Windu in, in the book of Boba Fett. I do think that's possible. Uh, but possible. I do want. I do wonder what happened to Django's head because there's no way his head is in that helmet. No, when he, that, when no. the kid picks it up and holds it like this, the head should fall out of that helmet, right? No, nothing. It's gone. Where so. his head went, nobody knows. I guess I don't yeah. know. Somebody, someone's got a keepsake somewhere. Maybe, maybe that's what uh, Boba Fett has to go after. Maybe, maybe he's got to find his the find the head of Django. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. And I and I also made a list of I like you and McGregor fighting the insect with a spear. That kills me. It's Harryhausen, classic Ray Harryhausen. Yes. It makes me laugh. Uh, Obi-Wan in that whole scene makes me laugh because he's just kind of, he doesn't really take, he's not really that worried, which is kind of fun. And he's just kind of like, yeah, okay, here we go. Here's another one. Like, well, I'll be okay. So I like that. I like that in the scene. I, I like, um, and I like earlier in the film when Obi-Wan fights Django Fett. I like that. I, li I like Yoda fighting Dooku, although I, I know not everybody uh, likes that yeah but i i hate c-3po's shitty puns on his way out of the arena like that's mm -hmm. that's too it's too much like where c-3po isn't a big fan of puns as we you know like we, we we don't see tons of that throughout star wars so it's just like we threw them in there just because let's make the kids laugh 
Yeah, right. But you it's know? so irritating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, here, what else I have? Um, some other things overall. I think the overall ship design is better. The overall design yeah. of the the sets, costumes, all that stuff is much better than the Phantom Menace. It is. Um, I don't know why that is. Maybe they had somebody different. Maybe they had a better handle on it. I don't know. But it's it's just better. I like the design of the ships that like Obi Wan's ship that yes, he flies. Like that, those are cool. Whatever. I can't Love remember it. what those are called. Um, I think, I think it's, it's Jedi. They're just Jedi uh, cruisers or something. Okay. Like, yeah. It's hilarious that he has to make his calls from outside the ship all the time, oh, even in yeah. the pouring rain. <laughs> you know, he's oh, that's true. That's a weird thing. Yeah. I got to stand be- in the rain. Yeah. R4, yeah. send a signal. And then, he, then he's like, so they're freezing his ass off in the rain while he, um, he uh, makes his call. Um, and here's one. I had one major revelation during this, and I don't think we've talked about it because I don't think I've actually seen this movie since the last time we I watched this was the last time you and I watched it together, which was like more than five years ago because it was yeah. leading up to the uh, Force Awakens. So I haven't seen it since like the, you know, we've had new revelations about the powers of the Force in these new properties in The Mandalorian, in The Rise of Skywalker. And when you look and you see that scene where, where Anakin goes and finds his mom and unties her and he's holding her and then she dies in his arms. What could he have done? He could have healed her. Right. If if that's a possibility, you could have. Well, if you, you have to believe, like if we see it happen in the future, then it could have happened in the past. And maybe the maybe they'll say, oh, that that even makes it more tragic because he didn't know. Like he he decided to go down the route of the dark side. If he had stayed with the light and actually explored that a little bit more, he may have been able to discover that ability and save his mom. Like there's there's a there's a I think I don't think obviously they didn't know that they were going to bring that in at the time. They like, didn't think about yeah. that ability. But I just think in retrospect, it's interesting to look at the idea that yes, you can heal people with a force and he just was too stupid to realize it well i think it also though it also explains why he's willing to go to the dark side to save padney yes in the next film uh so that that's sort of a foreshadowing there maybe um I, I i sort of always liked the tatooine scene in the sense that you use he's on the motorbike at night but it doesn't like it's, it's stylistically cool but you're right that it just doesn't make sense. Like she got taken by the sand people. It's a done deal. Like that kind of thing. Like, like they didn't try to, they didn't like get the townsfolk. They didn't, like, they didn't think to do anything or, or they, there should have been at least a story about we tried to go and they beat us back and we, you know, we lost uh, 20 people kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. there should be some story about a valiant effort in terms of trying to, or maybe we should have seen what happened. You know, yeah. so it's, it's it's just one of those things that it's um, we're just asked to accept a lot all in one gulp, and there's a lot going a lot of that going on in these prequels. Yeah, exactly. It's funny. I'm actually seeing through some of my TikTok um, friends. I see there's one that I, I follow called Canadian Nostalgia, who posts a lot of old advertising from the '90s, oh, yeah. and they did find one that was really interesting, and it was from this era. They mistakenly put it as, as 1998, and I said it's got to be 99 because it's Phantom Menace, and that came in '99. Um, but it's just, it's so funny. All the marketing. When you look at, we should do like a thing where we watch some of those old ads and, oh, and talk about should. them because I think those would be a lot of fun to, to take yeah. a look at. Because you watch this ad, you're not even sure what the product is. It just shows this kid. It's like, go to Hasbro.com and sign up now. And it's like, shows this kid as a Jedi fighting the monsters, fighting the um, robots and the droids, but it doesn't tell you what the product is at all. It's some kind of club, I think. So anyway, that's that's just kind of an interesting thing. We'll do that in a future episode. Yeah. I'll find some of those. I think that's a good idea. 
what else? We got to wrap things up here. Do you have any final yeah. thoughts on this before we? Well, what it? did we? We rated Phantom Menace, right? Oh yeah. What did we do out of five out of stars? Did we do stars or did we do a number? I think we did stars. We did out of five stars, and I gave it two and a half, and you gave it two. Yeah. What do you give this one? I give it two and a half. <laughs> but but that's that's better than I would have given it the last time I watched it. So it's gotten a. I would have given it a two before. I give this one three. Okay. A little yep. bit more. I've always liked it uh, just a touch more than you. Yep. But I think it's because, you know, I do think the Darth Maul fight is better in Phantom Menace than, than any fight that we see in this one. But I just think just in general, um, I'm willing to go along with the Kenobi mysteries a little bit more now that I know what it is. I think the first time that I saw it, I just was, I just remember thinking, why is it called Attack of the Clones? Like the, the tones, the clones really aren't attacking. They're like def- well i guess they are but i mean it's toward the end of the film and the final money shot uh is also kind of like well this is where 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 i thought we'd be like at the beginning of the film right called attack of the clones like right some weird choices and that's and that's another that was another thought i had is that if you take out that first 40 minutes and cut all the um i don't know how much time it's going to end up cutting out all the yamadala and uh and um and Anakin stuff, then you're going to have a much shorter movie. And then maybe you could pad, like expand out that stuff that happens at the end and have us like the last third of the film could be like the Clone Wars, like we yeah. saw it in the series. Like we saw like the series later on, the animated series was like, okay, we want to show people what these Clone Wars were like. And that's, that was good. So we could have had that in the movies as well. We did have that in the next film, but we could have had a little bit of it in this film. Yeah. Like I, and that's just it. Like the animated series filled in the blanks but I thought that was going to be this movie yeah. where, where like that, I think would have gone a long way to also establish the relationship between um, Obi-Wan and um, Anakin, yeah. which where, where we're asked to believe that they're buds. And we see both films, um, this one and the next one start with an attempt to show like how close they are. But once again, they're asking us to believe it as opposed to building it as into part of the story. I'm looking forward to seeing Hayden Christensen now that we know he has yeah. a bigger role in, in the upcoming Obi-Wan series. Um, and we do know that he can act. Like we have, I've seen him in other yes. stuff than this, that he he's a good actor. He's done good work. Um, so I think that he'll do a great job. And I'm, he, I think he has some kind of a, he might feel like he has to redeem himself a little bit because of the, because uh, <laughs> of what happened in this film. But I, I, I think it'll be good. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm interested to see where they go with that. And I mean, know his face is going to be all messed up and stuff, but maybe they'll do flashbacks. We don't know. I wonder if there will be like an in joke for sand if they'll if they'll they'll be like vader vader obi-wan is approaching does he have sand you know what they got to do they got to have him like taking off his uniform and then taking his boot off and like pouring sand out of his boot of his darth vader boot uh (laughs) i still hate this shit have i mentioned lately it's it's irritating yeah it's it's still just as irritating as it was 20 years ago and then two and then one stormtrooper says to the other he's doing the sand shtick again That bit hasn't changed. Yeah, that bit hasn't right. changed in 40 years, that sand bit. All right. Any final thoughts on Attack of the Clones before we wrap things up? No, I think we covered the 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 main gist of it. I'm excited because now the films get better. Yeah, me too. That's what I, I was actually yeah. telling this to, to my friend yeah. uh, about this. I'm like, it, it's it's now, the worst is over, right? It's right. just, it's, here it's good, good movies. So yeah. I'm very excited about that. So next week we'll watch... Um, is it called again? <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Man, yeah. I blinked on the name of it. I can't believe that. We'll watch Revenge of the Sith and talk about that. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun because it's a much better movie than these oh, first two. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. And it, and it directly ties in 
um, to like, I guess the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which will be almost like a sequel to this. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll see. We'll talk about it next week. Beautiful. Uh, that's going to do for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. This is such a word. Where did you dig up that old fossil? That's no moon. No, I am the master.